1: Find out how much at airbnb.com slash
2: host. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback.
3: Eight days of Hanukkah. Yeah. Ladies eight, and gentlemen. Eight motherfucking days. Welcome to... This is our fourth annual uh, Shaka Khan episode. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. But Chanukah. Chanukah is Smokey Robinson. or China, Yeah, I was about to say uh, <laughs> uh, Smokey Robinson <laughs> <laughs> pronounced it Chanukah. <laughs> nah, yes, exactly. that, that's all
2: jammed. Steve, who's that? Yeah. That's uh,
3: Sharon Jones. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Right. Oh, wow. Eight oh, okay. days. And rest of power. Yes. Nah, that in power. If yeah. only Hanukkah was actually that funky and soulful, I'd be a happy guy. Well, you know. Yeah, now's now's the now's the time to uh reverse that. Mm-hmm. No, that's one of my favorites. I, I like that record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. This is uh oh we we should uh before we get started uh give a shout out to our good friends belvini got very familiar with them this year um <laughs> extremely familiar um yeah and uh you know it's uh belvini that's handcrafted to be enjoy it responsibly so you know give them a shout out worry. but also let people know that they should drink responsibly and uh you know because we know that this could be You know, celebration for some people can be uh, not too celebratory for other people. Yeah, our guest today is a friend of the show. I gotta say that one of the biggest surprises of 2020 was actually how good of a DJ this... this, For real. Man, yo, Saving
1: Sundays, saving Sundays.
3: Yo, like, uh, dude, I had zero clue... That you were this serious on turntables, yo. Welcome, Dion Cole to Course Life Supreme. Yeah, that's yes, yes yeah. the Shaka Khan yes. edition.
4: Yes, what's going on, man? king what's going on? What's going on, brother? How y'all doing? Everybody doing? Everybody good?
2: We're good, brother. We good. Yeah, I didn't think I, I I I was thinking, I was like, man, I didn't think that Dion was such a big househead, but then I realized I'm like, shit, he's from Chicago. Of course he's a househead. Like <laughs> Okay, so that's the thing though. Like,
3: if you are if you're of age in Chicago, especially in the eighties and the nineties, when this is blossoming. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I to assume that that's house music's almost like a birthright? Like everyone is indulged in in-house music culture if you're from Chicago?
4: Yeah, especially back then, like back then it was like everybody, everybody was engulfed in it. like it was, it was something that was our own. It was almost like, almost like a secret. Like it was like our thing that we was doing. And then if you really like, like I was my age, you wasn't thinking about the world. And them not hearing it. You was just happy that it was like, like how, almost like how hip hop was. Our hip hop just came and it just was something that we felt like was ours. Even like in Chicago, I remember, mm-hmm. uh, HBK underground, uh, hip hop stations. It was just something that was just ours. And we just, I don't know. We just embraced it, but everybody was, everybody was into it. Like everybody thugs, gangsters, pimps. Everybody likes That's liked what you. I heard. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Cause
3: I would I would have thought it was just a niche, like kind of a selective few were into this as an underground. But I slowly realized how damn near every person from Chicago, like even Common's knowledge of house music history ran deep. So I didn't know that.
4: Yeah, Common com always come on the page and be requesting songs for me to play, like just always playing. Uh, uh, put us under
2: and. Oh, well, Dion, um,
4: you take requests. Is it
2: you know. all over my face? <laughs> Is it all <laughs> over my face? Yeah,
4: sometimes I do. Yeah, like he'll come on there, like he'll like text me or something, and be like, "Yo, play this." And I'll be like, "All right, I'll look it up and I'll play it definitely." But yeah, like man, I, our so, days go back. Even back in the day, Common, me, everybody we used to be at this place called the Bismarck where we used to get down a music box akas all disco I and mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking like uh vice lords disciples mm-hmm. folks and, 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 yeah and like
3: hundred cats like
4: man, <laughs> common common was a common was a mo a vice lord and Still to this day, he got a little vice lord on him, like <laughs>
3: <laughs> depending on how much. I've
5: about, seen about. that side of him. Yes,
3: I've seen that side of him.
1: Yo, but that's crazy because no matter how hard you was, you still danced to the music the You're same. Still, and that's and
4: that's the point I was getting to. We you'll be in there with like straight thugs with, with guns, everything jamming like jamming the house because it was a spiritual vibe, man. It was it was almost tribal, what, what it was, and it was something that we all got along with. And not only gangsters, we are talking like gay people, gangsters, regular people, everybody in the same room, politicians, uh, pre- pastors, everybody, because it was the disco era that ended and made it underground and it made people gravitate to it because it was you couldn't hear it on the radio no more once mm-hmm. the disco era and you couldn't really hear it on radio like that. So it was mm-hmm. all these underground places that played music. And there was a place called the warehouse where Frankie Knuckles used to uh, Frankie be Frankie yeah. And Frankie used were to Were you around
2: it. for the were you around for like the Ron Hardy era? Was that was that before your time or was that? Man, okay
4: man, let me tell you about Ron, man. Currently. Ron so, yeah, yo, Ron. See, see, Frankie Knuckles was like he was the one that was like it was like sophisticated house when Frankie mm. would do it, and it would be mostly gay too. It'd be like a mostly gay sophisticated scene. And um, but when Ron Baby started, wants to ride, yeah, all <laughs> of that, all of that, Jamie Principle, all of them, yeah. yeah. But then, but then when, but when, when Ron started, when when, when they was ending the warehouse, then the music box opened up. And that's when Ron came in. And Ron took the music from being sophisticated to like taking chances with it. Like you'll hear music that you ain't never really heard before and you'll hear music looped in a way that you thought it was a whole new song that you just didn't hear. And he had this thing where he'll play a song and then he would have a reel-to-reel reel-to-reel and he would blend in the reel to reel from the turntable, but the reel to reel would be going backwards. What? Oh, and wow. he would play, and he would play the song backwards on the reel to reel, and you will be dancing to it, going berserk that
3: he's
4: <laughs> playing this track backwards, and the track being played backwards sound like a whole new track. New track. Damn. Yeah, used to just like, just zone out. And the sound system was like no sound system I've ever heard still to this day. And it came from, uh, uh, uh what, what's that place? Uh, Larry Levine. You, Larry Levine. Paradise, 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 Paradise. Garage. Paradise Garage. Paradise. Paradise Garage. The dude who did the sound system in Paradise Garage did the sound system at the warehouse in Chicago. And was it was David Mancuso. Yo, there it is. And, and and never, never heard nothing like that. To this day, I haven't heard a sound system like that. And he used to thump. Like, like through your soul thump. And so, yeah, man. It, uh, that, that house scene was big. And and, and the music that Rod, that Frankie and them used to play at the warehouse, you couldn't really get it nowhere. It was exclusive. So what they would do, they would make tapes and sell them at the warehouse at, at this that this uh at this um, record company in High Park, and they and they used to sell like the music there. People would go there and be like, "Yo, let me get some of that warehouse music." Let, yo, let me get that warehouse music. And after the a while, they took it the wear- house music. <laughs> yeah, they took the wear off of it. It was just like, yo, let me get some of the house music. Whatever.
3: Oh, so that's that's the uh, derivation of how. Uh, so,
1: then did, Ch- uh, did Chicago get salty when other cities started calling they shit house? But yeah, and what? Yeah, I was going to
3: say, what's your relationship with Detroit?
2: Because and Jersey yeah. even. Yeah.
1: And Baltimore.
3: No,
2: I yeah. think
4: that they always respected that it came from Chicago, from that I know of. They always respected it, respected that, but they knew that that's what that music, it came from Chicago, and that's what we called it, and that's just what it was. And then they started adapting it, adapting it too, which was always love. Like, I don't, when, nobody in Chicago never was against Baltimore or Jersey or New York. Because at least Baltimore
1: had the respect to the call theirs club.
4: Yeah, 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 exactly. So it was it was it was just love. Like ain't nobody I, I've never heard nobody in Chicago tripping over it like that, you know. But it's always been a part of our culture, man. And especially like then, it was it was it was a it was a hybrid cause hip hop was like coming in raw and, and and hard too. So it was like between both of them, it was just music heaven in Chicago at the time.
3: You know? When I go to Chicago, like I always find out like when I go to the cities and figure out like what the national anthem of that particular <laughs> club culture is. So what is the the My Eyes Don't Cry of Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right, 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 Chicago. right, I I was about to say, I know the answer is baby I'm scared of you by Woolmack and Womack, but now I'm also thinking about Stepping culture. Like, how does stepping culture, is that different than house culture as well, or did it? Yeah,
4: stepping culture is a whole nother culture of Chicago. Stepping culture is also back in disco era, taking a lot of that music, and, and, and just the 70s itself, man. It was great music. Curtis Mayfield, all of them, they had music that had this certain rhythm and a certain this certain beat pattern that was considered, like, uh, a music that you can dance to with your woman. And not slow dance, but not fast dance, but it was something cool that you could just move to, because a lot of players, they didn't want to mess their shoes up, they didn't want to get all sweaty, and so it was a nice way to just be cool and just groove.
2: 85 to about 87 BPM yeah, is right, yeah, that's kind yeah, of the sweet yeah, spot. Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 so you were groove, and it was able for you to not, not be sweaty, but groove, be with your lady, be tight, close to her and it was just a a good way of just grooving or whatever so a lot of pimps used to do that a lot of players and uh that was a good way that they used to do it and it was just it was just it just stuck around it just always was a a thing you know from back in the day like my father my mother everybody used to step like to this day people step.
3: like championship level stepping
4: Tournaments, yep, all of that. Like tournaments, like like practicing all year long, going from party to party, practicing, and then at the end of the year you 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 get into a stepping tournament. Like if you for
1: everybody listening, Fonte is the ultimate stepping teacher.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, me me and my wife we step. We uh I I got her into it. I've been doing it for a couple years kind of before we got together, but then I got her into it, and Yo, so we... COVID kind of stopped yeah. it, because, you know, we ain't get to you know, be doing it like we used to, but right, we'll right, still, right, 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 still right, get right. it in in the kitchen. We're doing the living room. You know, <laughs> you know. no, Everybody ain't patient
1: with you. Everybody ain't patient with you trying to
4: do
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> You know that, Dion. So are, you know, because I, mean, I hear from true. various people, I hear that, like, Womack and Womack's baby, I'm scared of you, and then the...
4: Oh, that's Jeffrey... Uh, Make love's gonna last. That's that's more stepping with his name Jeffrey something. I forgot his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about.
3: Right. So, like, what what are those, like Chicago only records that like of that era at least?
4: Well, when it, like anything about the moments so or the shy lights, like oh some, some cool just mm. like yo stepping groove. But like I say, it's just a tempo. The moment well, like yo, girls.
2: Nah, uh, come on, sexy mama. That's yeah, that, you like it, like you, yeah. Not a slow like song,
4: it,
3: not a fast
2: song. A fa-
4: yeah, it's that tempo. If you in that tempo, because I tell you, somebody who's who people get because we we step to Earthwind and Fire. Like Earthwind and Fire is like a great, great group. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you who people love is Kim, like yes. Chicago. What? People. <laughs> yes. Or, what?
2: <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> Hell. <laughs> oh man, I'm about uh, to go to hell. Do man. not, look, trip. Look,
3: look, pop, do not sleep. <laughs> oh God. No, no, no disrespect to Kim. No But just the way he pops up on this, the way he pops up on this podcast, I need someone to properly explain <laughs> to me the power of Kim. I've opened shows for Kim. I'm going to
4: tell you, Kim is just. Cool, yo. It's just, it's there's a cool, look, we don't know him personally. <laughs> we don't know him personally, but the music just got a groove, a sophisticated, like a cool pimp, sophistication type thing that people love in Chicago, man. Everybody,
1: everybody. You could think maybe, maybe
4: everybody. <laughs> I know in Chicago, yo. It's It's Kim. Kim. Niggas you really? You roll? Nah, dude.
2: Man. Listen, yo. Kim is one of them artists, bro. Like for real, Kim is one of them artists that like nobody claims to like, but this nigga puts up numbers on the fucking board. So it's like, listen, some of y'all niggas is lying because these records is not yo. buying themselves. You know what I mean? Niggas fuck with Kim, doc. They had this concert in trench coats and and, 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 and mustaches. they like this. Groucho oh, Mark Disgust. Was... Groucho Mark They had yeah. Kim right. concerts. Like. Yeah. yeah. I, learned, I learned the power of Kim on a drive to New Orleans. I was driving while well, I was riding with my aunts from New Orleans to, well, from Atlanta to New Orleans. We were going to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. And, nigga, when I tell you it was a Kim-a-thon for six hours whatever, that was when I got school. I was like, okay, I get it. He he is the Auntie Whisperer. Frankie He's Beverly undefeated. and
3: Mace. For real. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I got I to gotta clear something else because I ain't trying to get Little Sean no more. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect, disrespect to Kim. I just simply, I'm not that familiar with Kim's discography. Got but it again, I recognize he puts numbers on the boards, open up shows for him in stadiums. Mm. At like 18,000 <laughs> Cedar, Lee, Jill Scott opening for Kim, at you know, damn near 16,000 Cedar in Philadelphia. Like, he does the numbers. I just I've never studied him. And yes, as a casual listener, you might dismissively say, oh, okay, that's just Al Jarreau, whatever. But yeah. now I get so yeah
2: first see, album that,
4: that was it mm-hmm. see the whole thing about Kim from, I don't I don't know his history and none of that neither all I knew was yeah. he was homeless he got a deal mm-hmm. and he blew up and it made people go wow look at look at that yeah. look at this guy's voice is amazing he was homeless yo we rock his apparent. story is crazy yeah he we rocking with her. we
2: rocking with her. Yeah.
4: so you that's it what it, it. okay that's lie, what
3: let's get Kim on the show
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I was down to get it. Came, I was you, yeah. <laughs> We
1: gotta do aloe black first, but as soon as we did aloe <sighs> black,
4: <Okay. then> we- <laughs> allo black first. Dude, <laughs> no, but you on some stepping, <laughs> on some stepping. You throw some camo. You could be in the middle of a fight. You throw some camo, brother's going to be like, I better not see your ass around here no more.
5: <laughs>
3: Man. Yes, so how, yes, how, when, how long have you been DJing? Just all your life, or?
2: <laughs> is this a new pandemic skill? <laughs> like, is this a...
4: This nigga gonna so, say he gonna say I just yo, in real life. I was just talking about this other day. I talked to a friend and I said, "Man, can you believe I have not DJ a year yet?" Wait, was, what? i am not DJ? Huh? So, congr- I, I, I don't even know how to DJ on on CDJs.
3: Wait, you saw the writing on the wall. Got you some DJ equipment in March, and then no, became a no, world-class DJ? No, no.
4: <laughs> I've had the equipment for three years, wow. and I had it sitting there. I was living in another house. I had it sitting there, and I tried to use it, and I didn't have the time to practice. I had a catalog of music. I've always had a catalog of music, because I just love collecting music, and, and, and especially disco music. I, that, that's my thing. So I always had music, but I had the equipment and I never had time to do it. At the time, I was filming Blackish, Groanish, Angie Tribeca, uh, Mac Conan. I was, I, I had no time. And so it just sat there, dusty, everything. And I just never did nothing with it. Just explain. Moved to what? moved to my new place and still never did nothing with it. It was just sitting up in a box. Hmm. And when the pandemic hit, and I saw D nice. I saw D Nice and I was like, and I was on D Nice page. This one, D Nice had like 112 people listening to him. Right. About <laughs> <years> <laughs> ago. right. So we was over there, you know, just just checking them out. And I just was like, man, it ain't nothing to do. I was like, man, I should, I should pull out my equipment and just see if I can just try, try to do it. And I just did it and was playing around and people was like, "Don't quit your day job and you're horrible <laughs> and stick to comedy." And where's the jokes at? They just kept doing it. and I and I was joking with him too because I was like, "Yeah, I am horrible, definitely. My blends are horrible and all of that." But I remember Ron Hardy in Chicago. Ron Hardy wasn't no great blend dude. It's, it's what he. It's, hurt. It's it's what it's what he played. That right. was amazing. Yeah,
2: he was a selector.
4: Yeah, and so I just always had that in mind, and I was like, you know what? But I, but I got some music people don't know about. Like I got some music, and so I just was like, let me just try it, and and then I started thinking, you know what? It'd be hilarious if I learned how to DJ right in front of everybody's face, mm. and I just I just didn't care and just did it and see to see what happened, and, and and plus let this music out that I got that people don't know about that Dude. people don't know about.
3: So, I'm gonna tell you if you you've been like Amir, yeah man, I've been doing this for about 17 years, 18, 9. I dude, I thought he was a world class DJ. <laughs> like you now have you 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 have an amazing twofer where now like I expect you to be your own. After party DJ after your
2: <laughs> comedy <conversation>. sets, <laughs> <laughs> yo, two chicks. Yo, that's what that's
4: that's what Jamie I want to do. That. But,
1: Sing and comedy might. Yeah, been.
4: that's why I want. That's why I wouldn't call myself, and I still don't. I don't, I don't be calling myself a DJ because I just don't feel like I, I feel like that's what I do. That's what I'd be doing, but I don't feel like I went through the trenches to call myself a DJ like that. Like I don't even, I, I back off of. Anybody even saying that sometime, I just be like, I don't think I'm that. But no, I just man. think I, I play music that. But you we, have got
1: requests for gigs, I bet.
4: Man, I did The Chosen Few, which is crazy. Wow. I did, I did, you did Chosen Few? I did Chosen Few this year. I did Rock wow. the Vote. I did wow. Rock the Vote with Louis Vega and DJ Spinner and did uh, 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 Soul and Horn.
2: I just did that. Tasha Diggs, yeah. you—that you, you sounds like a DJ. Yeah. Like, forget, forget <laughs> that imposter. Look,
3: from one imposter syndrome to another. Just accept it. Like, we think you're a DJ. You're a DJ. Trust me on this
1: one. I was gonna ask when you're sweating while you're DJing, is that still nerves or is it hot in there?
4: Man, no, oh, I got air conditioning. I got, I got <laughs> <laughs> I got air conditioning. No, I just be, I just be kind of like losing it. This is what I do. When I put a playlist together, I don't listen to it loud. I listen to it through very low speakers. And I just I just listen to the blends of it. I don't even right. really listen to the whole song because I know the song. Or if it's a new song that I hear, I listen to it, but I won't listen to it loud. And I listen to it a couple times, but the experience is when I'm playing it loud for the first time, when everybody listening to it, and I'm on, I'm on these, I'm on, I'm on these boys right here, these speakers, these you know,
2: playing it loud. <laughs> you blast your music, yo? I blast. Look at this. This oh, is no. my walk. I'm i be up. acting my ass off, yo. Uh, yeah,
5: you be yeah. acting. My speakers, <laughs> my
2: speakers mean? are the size of my headphones, <laughs> <It was like, laughs>
4: oh, wow. No, I be rattling. Rattling. Oh, this whole joint be rattling.
1: You feel it through the screen when you're watching them. That's why I ask. Oh, yo,
4: yep, yeah. And 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 that joint too up there, like I be rattling, rattling. And so yo, I be feeling it, man. I just be I like I I I feel music, man. I feel it. Like, I, I always was saying to myself, too, I was like, if I wasn't a comedian, I, I'd probably be an A&R somewhere, man. Like, like I, just <laughs> love, I just love music. And maybe I'm just, maybe I don't know the ins and out of an A&R, but I just thought that. But I just love music, man. I just love music. No, I think think that's
2: what comes through in your sets because you know the records and that's the thing now with when I tell when I talk to cats coming up, whatever, it's like with DJing, like Amir can give you his hard drive, right? And just you know, twenty thousand songs. But if you don't know the songs, if you don't know okay this is the part that's the break to play what to do with these into this yeah if you don't know what to do with it that shit is just files on a laptop it means hey, nothing but absolutely if you know the records that's what makes you a good dj because you know how to play them right like like even like
4: with quest the thing the thing of like like with quest is that certain like you can hear djs play music and that's cool but then you got DJs who play music where you want to know the origin of this music. You wanna know who mm-hmm. made it, you wanna know who sell it, you wanna know you, you wanna know history of mm-hmm. music just from the way somebody play it. You know what I mean? And, and man, as many times, as many nights I not been on your page, listen to you, man, I have sat there. Like, with another computer, man. Just like, yo, what is this? <laughs> what, is this? what is this? I love that.
3: gonna- That's why I do it. I do it so Cats can Shazam it and learn it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what you're doing and with your notoriety and your popularity, like, even I have a deeper respect for disco culture and house music culture that I thought I had, but... With you, I see it almost as an education. Like, no, you should definitely lovely. keep Sunday service even when we quote stop wearing our masks and get out into the yeah. world again. Like, nah, I appreciate you need to make it. Sunday service a thing. Yeah, Yo, Sunday afternoon service. You know, yeah, wherever you. you are in L.A. or that sort of thing.
4: Thank you, man. And that's the goal, man—to keep rocking with it, going from some different cities, man, and coming through and get down and get down with some. Other great cats, man, and we just have a night of it, man. And just uh just make it happen, man. It just just play good music, man, and and uh, you know, excite each other, you know, because mm-hmm. that, that's what it is, man. It's exciting each other too. And uh, you know, just uh shining shining a light on something. Cause this would be it'd be so many people that come to my page and they'd be like, I love this and never heard this, never this heard in my it, life. They'd be like, oh, okay. like, where did this come from? Never knew like, it existed. Yeah. Never even knew it existed, and be like, what is this music? It's called Black
2: people. <laughs> called like, Black white. people. <laughs> they'd be like, yo, they'd be like,
4: and they, and they, all, and more importantly, they'd be like, I remember this one woman was like, I don't know why I feel I feel this way. She said, I feel stupid sometimes, like feeling good about this. It was like, it's weird mm. to me, mm. and I was like, wow, that was important when she said that. I was like, man, that's good, and that just drives you to just keep searching for music and pulling yeah. up music and that's all a, of
1: that. People know? ain't used to music just moving their bodies before it even hit their minds.
4: Yeah, that's true. Too. Yes, sir.
3: And a big you know, and a big part of it, Laia, is also, um, you know, now's the time for tastemakers to sort of grab the 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 brass ring again. Yeah. Because, man. you know, previously hmm. those who were leading in DJs were just basically that, that doing fist it. pump shit. Yeah, for the sake of you know, their own popularity and their own, but not music they feel. Like all the times DJs tell me, like, yo, man, I just I wish I could do what you do. Like you just do what you want to do and da-da-da-da-da. Ah, you can make man. a living. You know. So hopefully now
4: Somebody told me that. They was like, Man, I wish I could play with, play the music like you play. And I was like, Why can't you? Yeah, why can't you? Was like, yeah, you know, you just gotta play what the people want. And I'm like, I don't I don't agree with that yeah because they yeah. they 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 only can it's to me they only it's kinda, know what. it's kind of odd for you to get out the car listen to the radio going to a party and then hear what you heard on the radio right, right. you know what i <laughs> right. mean it's like i could have kept
2: my ass in the car i could have <laughs> kept my ass in the
4: car <laughs> <laughs> you know i could have kept my ass in the car so no it's for you to like Break new music and yeah, I definitely understand. You got to get the people what they want. They love to sing, some sort of stuff. But it's just it's just a mixture, man. It's it's a mixture of, uh, of 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 new, old, and old that's new to you. You know, if you ain't never heard yeah. it, it's new.
2: Yeah. Okay. Do you think how- you with with you doing the um like your DJ sets? You say you pretty much were learning how to DJ live, like in front of an audience. Do you think was that same kind of mentality? Is that what led you to do your comedy? Like when you put out your like I think the one hour set you put out of just you working stuff out. Oh uh,
4: yeah. yeah, we're working it out. It's it's yeah, it's like um, it's taking chances, man. That's all it is, and it's like you know you had these thoughts in your head of what you. Th- think. And you don't know until you know, you know, hell, I could probably be the best astronaut in the world. I don't know because I ain't never go up. But if you send me to the moon, I might
5: <laughs>
4: I might do some cool shit up there. I just don't know, you know, until I know and shit, you know. So that's that's how I feel. Like I was like, man, with my, with my, my working it out comedy special thing, I was like, man, it'd be cool if I gave people material that I was not thrown away, but wasn't used mm-hmm. and make a special out of material that I wasn't using. Cause if people like this, wait till they see what I kept.
3: So you're saying your, your Stevie wonder story is a throwaway story. I, it was, it was a story that I told before, but I didn't, oh. but I didn't use,
4: but I didn't use in my stand up like that. It would be a story that I would just, tell if people was talking about stories i tell the story now i had it as a i had it as a joke before and i did it as a joke before but i think people the the funny thing was people wouldn't believe me and so they thought that it was just (laughs) fake and so
3: i instantly believed you (laughs) And <laughs> you know, Stevie, <laughs> a 49 paragraph text.
4: Oh, gotta love those. No, Yo, if you are, look, <sighs> to anybody watching this right now, if you don't have a text from Quest Love, oh, you, okay. you don't know what texting <laughs> is. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, is. Well, here's
1: the thing so, <laughs> let
4: me start about.
5: Tech, quest, quest text you doc
4: fade in, in in the corners, like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah,
3: no. dude, I, I laugh. I've never laughed so hard at a routine in my life because oh yeah, I know yeah. that no one wants to believe you. No, and so I so I quit doing it. But that is were, so true, yo. People was legendary. Kinda, true, people were kind
4: of like. Man, don't talk about Stevie like that. And so I did the joke, and then I just let it die down. And then when I was doing my special, I was like, I should bring this back up. And then I was like, you know what? I ain't going to bring it back up, but I'm going to tell people the story to fill time in the room because I couldn't think of no more new material I wanted to work on. So I, I just told the story to save time. So when I was editing the special, I was like, I should throw this story in there. And I just was like, let me throw it in there and give it to the people. And man, on I think Facebook alone, that story alone, just that story alone got like 1.8 million views. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy,
4: man.
3: Have you heard anything recently since it's been out, since the special's been
4: out? Oh, no, I, I haven't heard nothing from his camp. Okay. Oh, like there's this one girl from his camp. She used to always be like, Take that down, uh, don't do this. But she'd be cool though. It wasn't no diss. She would be cool. Oh, okay. about it, She would be cool about it. But now nah, I haven't heard nothing else from from them at all. But I, I see Stevie every now and then in L. A. Like I'll pop up somewhere and I'll be somewhere like that's what happened before. I was at this bar chilling, and his boy came over and tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "Hey, Stevie in the corner." Like.
5: Come on, like he, <laughs> he want to
4: talk to you, but now it's like I ain't going over there. <laughs> this boy's like you yeah, ain't man. gonna come see what Stevie want. I'm like, nah, man, I ain't going over there. He like, dude, get over here, man.
3: I won't get into the specifics, but I got um one time I got what's it called when you uh when you're left holding the bag. I got scapegoated into having to be a bad guy about a musical decision that impacted Mm. him. And he was kind of left with the impression that that was Amir's call or Amir's fault, that that happened. And this was at another event. And I came to work to The Tonight Show the next week, the next Monday, and he was the guest on the show. (laughs) And instantly... Like, to know my production manager, Keith, like, he, Keith, you got that one person in your life that lives for telling you bad news. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, the day I got in trouble with Michelle Bachman, it was like, uh, you're wanted in Lauren, Lauren Michaels' office. <laughs> like, which is basically, you're about to get fired right now. Uh, it's like, that nah. sort of, like, he lives for that. Uh, She's like, uh, it's important. Stevie Wonder wants to talk to you right now. And I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I guess about last Friday. And I was like, I fault and then well he won't talk to you <laughs> just like, he lives for that oh, wow. and the the whole thing was it was it was like something out the godfather where I, the thing I was amazed at was that he was sitting at a table and I guess he was warming up his voice because we were about to sound check and he had these two scalding hot um like crafts of tea but they were sitting on the edge of the table and it's only me and him in the group, me and him in the room. And on top of that, he has like a bag of muffins and butter and different jams and jellies. And I'm watching him just navigate like it's normal. But he's also like reaching his arm over ever so slightly to that hot carafe of hot tea. And I'm on the re- the receiving end. So it's like you could almost like like that sort of thing. And at one point he reached out to like he was reaching for like more butter. And reached his arm out, and I grabbed the craft. He said, "No, no, no, no! I know where it is. I got it. I got it." Oh snap! And I was like, "How
4: do you know what
3: I'm doing right now?" <laughs> yo, he, <laughs> but that whole thing, he be knowing, man. <laughs> yo, man, he knows. And the whole time, he was like, "Yeah, so uh, Friday." Oh. <gasps> I uh. And I'm like, I try to play it off like. Yeah, man, it was so much fun. Like, I I really enjoyed it. He says, nah, man, you know, I just want to make sure we cool, you know. And then I just had to play dumb. Like, I didn't know what happened. Like, I had to cut this song short or some shit, you know, that sort of thing and get him off the stage or whatever. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, we cool. But, you know, like, when you're doing that high voice shit.
5: So <laughs> no, we cool. We no, nah, I should be my idol, man. Yeah, right. I, I ain't no problem. I ain't no problem. I <laughs> ain't <There> no problem. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? <laughs> we not cool.
3: Yeah,
5: we cool. But,
3: but I knew. I was like, yo, he's gonna scald. He's gonna spill his scalding hot
2: tea on your lap. Oh, yo, that's He's about body, to let yo. you have it. <laughs> well, well, I guess at some point we should say since this is the Christmas episode, Happy Holidays. <laughs> Is, I mean, how about we just add that? <laughs> what
3: a segue. It's only been an hour, but I
1: was like, I'm happy, I'm celebrating my holiday. Thanks yeah. <laughs> for
5: Happy
2: holidays. What you doing for the holiday, bro? What you doing, uh, Di? Nathaniel, nothing, Where? nothing, nothing. Chilling.
3: I know. Like, is it really Christmas? It for is some not. People, for it some is, people, is it not. I'm gonna be real. This is. You. I'm
2: so happy to not have the the pressure or the just the the it stress of traveling. It is not, great. nigga. Oh, shit. I'm but you chilling. still got
3: kids, and I'm certain they want a PS
2: Five. No. Hey, yeah, I'm I, with I, my son. He he want the Xbox, and um, he get but it. Keep yeah, but, this to me. But, what's the difference? Because I'm I'm talking to a bunch of kids
3: that are like, fuck PS Five. I want an Xbox. Like what? <laughs> so what is, is it Jesus like? Is from- it like a smartphone versus Apple, like uh, green so cloud versus cloud? Nah, it's, it's not
2: necessarily that. It's more so a thing of like, um, with particularly with my son. So the way games are now, like gaming is basically just a whole nother social network. Mm. And so if you're if you have an Xbox, then you know you can. Chop it up with all your homies on Xbox. If you got a PS5, then, you know, you can do it as well. And so for my son, he's 15. Four, mm-hmm. He's 15. He's 15 he asking now. us? Because I don't um, know. I, listen, it, time to keep on slipping. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's 15 now. So a lot of his homies, they, like, be running 2K, and his kind of social network is all on the Xbox. So it's really a social thing for them. So to me, I, I'm a PS5 guy. Um, but I'm not a social gamer. Like, my game is just solo. I'm not, you know, talking to people online. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing. But for the younger kids, it's a social aspect. So Xbox, from what I see, that seems to be where the most kids. of the, the youngest. that's where they That's where they get it in at. Got it, got it, got it. Oh yeah, I, I, Man, is there a world for me, like,
3: you know, a world where I can fit in and just play like – my my regular two D games and whatnot. Or 2D. Like,
2: <laughs> um, I think you could if you jump on the PS Five, they got games that like you could like I'm still like sixteen joints. bit eight bit. Oh, yeah, shit. You might you could get a Atari? Uh, what's the what's um that? man Atari? Well, they do got all those simulators. So now they got all the simulators. You can get um the Nintendo simulators. You can get them, and they got like you know all the games, some games on them, yeah oh shit okay what's a good what's a good virtual game that's
1: get? a good question like that um, Facebook
3: thing. they have yeah. those
2: yeah the vr i mean i that's not really something i get into but they but all the systems have them um i, I was running uh i was running resident evil 7 i think like like two years ago Ooh. and it's like a survival horror joint oh and i used to i used VR? to do yeah. it all the time nigga and, and with the virtual nigga that shit is a whole nother spirit I was like nah I don't want this smoke this shit for real <laughs>
3: that
2: you shit wild shit
4: blowing my mind right now you saying that they got it for virtual uh... yeah
2: yeah you can yeah. get the like the this headset or whatever like I, I don't want to misspeak, but Resident Evil 7 bro ooh, you can have that ooh, joint I was like man you, fuck somebody,
1: nah it's they, they right there they there
2: yeah, oh, it's I really, I was that. like, oh no. <laughs> I gotta see that. Wow. I gotta watch that. I
4: gotta get that. I used to always play that. Wow. wow.
3: I don't know, man. It, it doesn't, not that it doesn't feel like Christmas, but I don't know. I, I, it I, it feel like is not. The same, it but, is the most uh, un I felt.
4: not. I haven't bought no gifts for nobody. I haven't bought nothing for nobody, even myself, this whole entire year. Like nothing. Like Not a mm-hmm. birthday, not a. Not a nothing. Daddy, mama. Not a nothing. Not a nothing.
3: I just, I bartered DJ gigs. I'll be like, yeah, I'll DJ your party for an hour. So Yo. that's what I've been doing. <laughs> I'll cool. I I
2: y'all. Because I think the thing is, I think just this year, like it really just caused us to slow down and stop. And, you know, it's like you would give people gifts for them to use, you know, outside of their homes, like yo, I'm gonna send you on a trip somewhere, or I'm exactly. uh, and it's just like, nigga, we all in the house, like. So my go to joins, I go-to joints, I can't do massages and no, spa none things. of that. None of that. Days at the spa, shit like that. None you know, of that. I can't would send my that. wife to the spa all the time, but that's what the now, Amazon is for. Really. That's why
1: Amazon is killing the
2: game. I thought. Huh? Yeah, I mean, they killing the
4: game, but you know, you buy a gift for somebody, it's the wrong size, they got to send it back. <laughs> la, 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 la. It's like. It ain't worth it. It's like everybody just chill this whole year. When the next year come around, we're going to make up for all of this. We're going to make up for all our, birth- <laughs> all our birthday parties. We're going to make the up for all birthday July. July. I, I know I'm going to have a birthday party twice next year. Watch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having two birthday parties. I'm going hard. I'm going to double up on everything. But right now, we just got to chill. It's
2: like
1: yeah, everybody. It ain't. Not next year, babe. 20,
4: 20, 2022 2022 2022
3: so we got to triple up then we let's, up. let's say July August of
1: 2021 no
4: babe
2: no no i think God. it's going to take at least a year for the vaccine hey. for everybody to kind of make the don't rounds to take and... it to
1: be eligible to
4: take cuz we got to oh, find yeah. we got to find out how long it lasts don't nobody know mm-hmm. that either. we don't know if it's forever or if it's for a year i think it's
1: so for we a year gotta, to be honest they have they haven't decided yet if Gonna be one of those decided. things you gotta keep taking. They haven't decided yet. They just like take it and we'll figure it out. Right now, you no, won't fall know. on your face <laughs> like my man. You know what I'm saying? We'll
3: figure it out. Wait, who yeah. Who's yeah. on whose My yeah, That, man, that, uh, that, that ball player. ball player dude.
1: Yeah, he fell on his face because he had COVID months before. My was doctor, oh, was, my, my doctor okay. friend was just breaking that down to me because he was like, "What well, people don't Keontae. understand."
2: What's
1: say it again? I
2: think you it's Keontae. Keontae.
1: Yes, people don't understand that. Like once you have COVID, it, it fucks with your heart and the shape of your heart, and it.
2: It changes the shape of your heart. You said like yeah, you said.
1: yeah, it has something to do with the size. It does. After it's over out of your body, it does, it fucks with your heart.
4: Yeah, man. Wow. Oh, that's uh my my man Terry Hunter, DJ Terry Hunter, he got yeah, it. Yeah, I know
2: Terry, that's the home. Oh, yeah, yeah, he- Terry got it. Aww. Terry
4: got it. Wow, what? what? Yep, Terry got it. And Debo, when Debo rest in peace to Debo, Debo had he had it before. He got okay. over COVID. That's the point, and, though, ended up, and ended up catching it again.
1: Same thing with the young wow.
4: basketball player.
1: He had it a minute ago.
4: Yep, and he caught it again. And that's how Debo died.
2: Shit. Wow. So I didn't know that was his cause of the time. Of yeah, so even,
4: so yeah. even, wow. so everybody talking about they catching it and they cool after they catch it or they immune. Nah, that ain't no, it. No. Nah, nah. I am legendary. Nah, we, legend. yeah. we still don't know the long term.
2: We still don't know the long term effects of it. I think they're gonna be studying this shit for the next fucking decade, man. Like yeah. we, we still don't know. Even if you quote unquote get over it, yeah. we still don't know what getting over it completely yeah. looks like. Yeah.
1: What we do know yeah. is by by the fall of twenty twenty one, we'll probably, if we're lucky, we're fifty percent masked. But we're not maskless until twenty twenty
4: two. Fall twenty twenty one, people gon' we gonna have we're gonna be able to be like, okay, we we can see how long this is gonna affect people. Uh, they're gonna know more about if we should take a shot every year, if mm-hmm. not, because they they tested people months earlier prior to this, so around the fall that's going to let us know if it wear off or if it doesn't or whatever. Shoot. Dion, yeah. y'all was
1: lucky that y'all got to get blackish out a little bit. Most people don't even they getting shut down.
4: Hey, we still shooting and it is. I'm gonna tell you something, man.
3: So, yeah, what's the protocol of shooting a television show now during this period? Like, what's take me through your day like how early do you have to get up and What's testing like?
4: Yo, let me tell you. So I get tested every day, even if I'm not filming, because if they want to know, if they have to, they want to know. Also, if they have to move a scene around, I'll be ready. So they make sure they make sure that you test like every day. Our day now is way longer. So if it take us if it take us six hours to shoot a scene, now it take us like nine. Or eight because wow. after every scene we got to leave out they got to disinfect then we come back in and they got to move the cameras around everybody got to leave out it's like a whole whole process man
3: so uh, wow. question all right because I don't know how what child labor laws are or whatever and plus they're not <laughs> children now they're teenagers yeah but does that does that also change in Hollywood? The uh, I know that there's a four to five hour limit for like actors under I think fourteen or fifteen or whatever. Does that also change? Does this also change that rule as well? well or? I'm not
4: I'm not sure, but I do know this: they get those kids in and out. Mm. They get them. They get them in and out. Like mm. definitely. Like like if you got a scene with one of the kids, you. It's, it's gonna move a little bit. It's still longer, but it's gonna move a little bit more faster because they're gonna get them in and out. So they do everything that yeah. they possibly can do in order to um, uh, make sure everybody's uh, cool or whatever. But it's totally, mm-hmm. it's totally different now, man. You you have to mask everywhere where everybody in their individual trailers, and it's just nerve wracking because you got so many people. Because another thing, too, when you do makeup, you can't put a mask on.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You got to yep. put one of the plastic things on your face. And hopefully nobody's in six feet of you. You stay away from them because if you put a mask on, it's going to mess your makeup up. And uh, yeah, so you got to just stay away from everybody as much as possible, man. And, you know, it's. it's
3: and does that give does that give enough time for. I mean, I don't know what the protocol is, but I assume that like. You guys have to like rehearse lines and rehearse a rhythm and yep. that sort of thing. Yeah.
4: So we come in and we rehearse and then we go back and we change and then we come back and we shoot it. But we rehearse with our mask on. Mm. Okay. Yeah, we do that. But uh yeah, it's 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 so it's it's very tedious. It's very tedious. But we, we at the same token, we work in and uh, a lot of people wish they could be working and a lot exactly. of people losing their homes, yeah. you it's know. interesting with LA, uh, right?
1: Because it's such, it, it's the industry. So y'all know, I mean, I don't know if everybody knows this, but like a lot of these sets and stuff, these are essential services. Like the state has now said that like movie sets are essential because this town will die.
4: It will die, yeah. man. <laughs> it employs yeah. too many people. <laughs> it, it, is, it, was, and, and it And it was doing that. People yeah. were losing their shit left and right and they still right. are and they still are like hollywood is like wow right now
1: you man. heard tom Cruise.
4: he wasn't wrong i was gonna ask you hey, <laughs> hey, what did you hey. think of tom
2: Cruise rant yo, like what I, was your take yo, on that
4: yo yo on my mama i felt that yo yep. i felt <laughs> that yo. In, in real life in real life i was like yo because tom like dude Do you know how many people shut the fuck down and y'all got the opportunity Mm -hmm. to make it? To work. And Mm y'all sitting around here bullshitting and... Walking around and whispering to each other and shit. And they
1: already got shut down once before.
4: <laughs> yeah, like right. man, what are you doing whispering to a motherfucker? Like, <laughs>
2: like the, the worst way to you. communicate with a nigga during the during the man, fucking no, pandemic, no,
4: right? I smack the <laughs> fuck out of you, motherfucker! <laughs> <to> you whispering <laughs> to a motherfucker? That's what he sound like.
5: Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, text him,
3: yo. Tom he, is he, mad.
5: Tom I, I
4: thought I thought I heard him say nigga a few times. He was, uh, <laughs> I ain't <bad laughs> fucking around with you niggas. Y'all better. <laughs> yeah. Tom, 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 yeah, Tom, 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 let it out the way that it was supposed to be let out, man. But it it, it is. It's it's uh it's it's tedious though.
2: Definitely. So like when when y'all shoot like um. I guess not a love scene but like is there in no physical like if if Anthony has the kiss Tracy or something like is it none of that you know none no none, none of that
4: If you if you look at this season of Blackish we are especially the office scenes that we do where we 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 9 times out of 10 we are not in the office no more we in the break room but mm. we can like spread out and we don't have to wow. sit right next to each other so we got a couple episodes where we're in the break room, but the majority of the season, we, ain't. We, I mean, I mean, a couple episodes where we're in the office together, but the majority of the season, we're in the break room where we can stretch all out or whatever, but yeah, everybody kind of spaced out, definitely, definitely.
2: Mentally, so how does that affect when you're playing the scene, you know, when, you know, we, we, where you're in a scene where you have to, you know, ostensibly assume that or portray that everything is fine or we're joking, we're laughing, but in your mind, you know, like nigga, it's a whole ass plague. We try not to catch. Yo, <laughs> like, how, do yo. you, how do you disassociate from that?
4: I take a deep breath before I say my lines, and then and hold I'm, your I'm, breath. I'm, <laughs> I do the same
2: shit. I
1: was like, and if you talking to Lawrence
3: Fishburne and Jennifer, Lewis, like, you really hope your shit. Yeah, you know, I, I was the only one. Boy, I be holding my breath. Yeah, I to be a Navy Seal right now, dude. The I way I hold I, my breath, I turn on. Know, I turn
4: around, do my lines, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and exhale somewhere in the corner.
3: Yeah,
4: man, I'm still
3: in the corner. <laughs> oh man, I thought I was the only no. one that did that. Seriously, man. Jennifer Lawrence up in the bubble
1: wrap. Y'all make sure they're good.
4: <laughs> now, nah, Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence don't be playing. Lawrence, Jennifer, both of them, they boy, they serious. They they will get on your ass. Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence be like. In that calm voice, Lawrence be like, "You must do what you're supposed to do in order for everyone <laughs> to get through this together. Do you understand?" You would be like, "This, yes, sir." I just thought, I, yeah, touched, I, don't think you I just tell I tell thought tucking like. my shirts in for no
3: reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you have to tell older black people. Oh toy. no,
4: oh no, 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 no. You can't It's
3: younger that. people that are
2: like, uh, whatever. Yeah. I feel invincible yeah. and shit. Yeah, man. they do. Yeah. Exactly. And they
1: killing us. Young people killing us, man. I, just, I like to shorten it. That's what it is. Young people. <laughs> young people, niggas, crackers. It's,
5: it's,
2: uh, it's, nah, they, it's, it's <laughs> No, it's insane. Oh, the Tep, boy. The Teps is tapping. <laughs> the Teps. <laughs> the, the, the Teps is they. Whew, did you, they did you happen hard. to hear
3: today's uh, black contract speech? No. I'm cute. There was. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Q made a speech. Oh man, yeah. What was what was the, what was in today's he was speech. more black? I mean, like mm. Biden's not in office yet. Like you can't.
1: He's oh, he's demanding. He's giving his demand. Yeah,
3: and I'm like, let him get in the office. It's okay.
1: Yet. Biden said, let people demand from him that feel like they have added to you know bringing him to that place. Biden's okay. Don't worry about it, Amir. He's
3: he's expecting I'm, it. I know. Not for not. Look, I love. Cute man. Yeah, that's my guy. We all but, do, man. Like different different I just, top five. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> and this just, just generally from anybody like that wants to give a hot take. I need them. I need to feel like they really know what the political process is first. Yeah, where you just walk in the door.
4: My my whole thing is this though. I'm like this. Regardless if he knows if he doesn't know, at least at least he's doing something. Yeah, Like, I don't see nobody else doing shit. And so, and and this is what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather take something. Yes, I believe his heart is in the right place. I'd rather have something than nothing. Yes. I'd rather have something than nothing. Uh,
2: I'd Sometimes nothing. I'd rather just have nothing. Nah, <laughs> I'd rather have nothing I, I'd rather than rather... the wrong thing. Something. <laughs> right, right. You live at L.A.B., LAB
6: I what you
3: got to do.
5: Again, that's on itself.
3: It's like Qbert. Them two guys uh-huh, that Undo all your work. <laughs> oh,
2: that's you talking a, about the game, Qbert. I was thinking about the actual Cubert. Oh, oh, like too, DJ Cube oh, oh, <laughs> oh, Yeah. Him all the way the fuck out of here. Get Cubert out. I don't hear uh, that from you
1: too much. Yeah. much I get all the
4: time. Uh here. I just res- I, I I, I just I don't know. I just respect what Cube
2: did, man. And and I and I'm like just he, making I acknowledge his heart was in the right place yes He's, if he was gonna do that shit to me you should have did that shit in 2016 <laughs> like 20 because you know what i'm saying because it's one thing to say hey listen i didn't vote for this motherfucker but listen this is who we got let's try to work with what we got
5: mm-hmm.
2: you say that in 2016 top of 2017 nobody's mad it's like all right well let's let's see mm-hmm. but pulling this shit down you know Damn, three weeks, three the weeks fucking primary. Before. It's like, it's like nigga, come on. Let's but look, on. but
4: look. Let me ask you this though. Like, if mm-hmm. if he if he came to the table with no agenda, as far as I mean, not I, I ain't saying no agenda, but if he came to the table and he wasn't biased and he wasn't towards being a Democrat, you mean Cube,
2: you mean Cube, Cube. was Cube. okay. Was gotcha. a
4: Democrat. He wasn't a Republican. He just came with a plan. Going, who gonna help up black people with this? And the Republicans go man we want to do it and or we want to see it and he go all right fine cool like but like the thing
3: is though is that (laughs) if i'm paying attention Mm -hmm. and a leopard don't change his stripes like that and they especially
2: gonna change that shit three weeks before y'all niggas get ready to go
3: and the thing (laughs) is is that i would have already known coming in from the door Mm -hmm. that this is more about a photo opportunity yeah, or a yeah, bragging yeah. right opportunity for Trump okay. than it is about helping. I, I, yeah. you're not, you you shouldn't, can't negotiate with a
2: fucking scammer, dog. Right, right, right. You, you know what ain't mean? not, not like, read this, this
1: contract? Tr- it's very Trump. long. I'm curious if, if Nick, because I haven't said much because I ain't read the contract to, com- to comment. I do, but I'm just curious. Ever-
2: I, I did. I, I went through it. I, I went through it. Just and saw what it was.
4: I read yeah. a little bit of it. Yeah, absolutely. Not not enough to not enough to say like it's horrible. or It's not. But I read. I read through a, a little bit of it. But like I said, I've always just gave him credit for at least bringing the idea up because prior to him doing that, I I can't recollect. I can't recall anybody talking about them helping out black areas and black people and, sh- and shit
1: like that. I yeah, just,
4: just don't. Yeah, black lives matter, but not like a celebrity. Yeah, so I... Like Activist. Uh, I, 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 I always gave deep love for that. Yeah,
2: no. I think it's celebrities, you have to use your voice. Like, if you want to, you know, if you want to, you know, use your voice and commit, I would say use your voice to, like, amplify the people that actually do the work in the community. You know what I'm saying? People that exactly. know the policy. People that, like, put your money behind that them because them and niggas into- are actually do the work. Right what, into the political what, process. What
4: are, but what are those people doing?
1: Yeah, but the, moving with progress. I mean, in, in, in
3: comparison. There to- there are people doing it, but you got to be actively. You have to be actively. act Active. I'm sorry. You have to be actively informed on yeah, yeah. who is doing the work. There are people mm-hmm. on the ground doing the work. Mm-hmm. Of course, all news. Georgia. Georgia are they just not
1: famous people. We don't Yeah, know like their Stacey name. Abrams
3: or whatever. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like, you know. It's, it's no, a I'm not saying not that. that. I'm not saying <laughs> that Cuba's trying to be performant. No, 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 no. Listen. And, you know, he clapped back at me on one post. I'm not thinking that Cube is trying to be performative. I believe that his heart is in the right place. Yeah. But last I checked, absolutely, this entire administration is not about
2: the advancement of black people. That part. At all. That part. Matter. At all. And just by even you taking that conversation, like, because the thing is, because here's the thing. Let me just be 100% clear. Like, we love Cube. Cube is hip hop. Like, say what you want about this shit he doing now, but, nigga, Cube was one of my, like, favorite, like, ever, you know what (laughs) I'm saying? Dev certificate is one of – but the thing about it, you know, that people – we were trying to understand, is like, listen, we're not ashamed or disappointed in Cube that he tried. We're disappointed that he didn't see the fucking game to begin with. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, you you got fucking scam, bro. You know what I mean? Like they they were never gonna give you a real shot. You were never gonna have a real conversation with Trump or any of them niggas. He they really would just- He might have thought he you. was
1: above that. He might have thought he was the one. Just like Steve Harvey thought he was the one. Like, you know, it's certain level of
3: But that that's the thing. Like the thing that I know that is exhausting. And I, I brought this up before where people like, ah oh, man, I can't. I can't watch the news. I can't, and even this year, I stopped watching the news as obsessively as obsessively as I used to. But it's like since 2016, since January 20th, 2016, I've never, I've not shut my eyes once. Yeah, mm-hmm. I made sure I was abreast on everything that was happening,
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the you can't thing. afford to. We don't have that luxury no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely true,
4: man. And like I said, man, we. I, we don't we don't know the blueprint to none of this shit. We we sitting up trying to figure this shit out <laughs> as it goes along. And nobody got the answers to nothing. So I the way I feel is if anybody come with anything, I'm going, that's cool. I'll let you know how I feel about it, but I'm glad you did something. Now let's keep it moving. Now what we going to do? Okay, so that was so this is what they tried to do. Okay, now let's look at the let's look at the black contract. And let's see how we really can all come behind this and make it happen and come together. But we need we need a place to come together. We ain't even got no place to come together. We ain't got nobody to talk to. It's just, we ain't got nobody to to powwow <laughs> with. Because he get, mm. if we if we had that kind of organization and that type of togetherness, then we he could have he Q could have came to the to the table with a group of people that's over our kind or whatever. You know, just like when when Nick Cannon right. when Nick Cannon did that shit. They had Nick Cannon talk to like the head of the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Who they talk to for us? Who they talk to for we we us? A, a- a-
2: we ain't got a nigga to talk to. Not one. They had they had they had niggas go talk to Charlemagne. You
4: know what I mean? Yo, no, that's what, that's, that, and that, <laughs> man, that's crazy. But that's what I'm saying. Like we got we gotta come together and we all gotta stand up. Something would, and have a have a place to go to, have a place right. to talk have a place to powwow and we and we don't even have that so if he got something and he like man let me just bring it up and then that's what he did honestly
2: i think i agree with what you're saying Dion. i just think that we have to have those conversations i think we just have to have those conversations privately because i think a big problem like social media like twitter instagram Mm -hmm. white people have never had unfettered access to the thoughts of niggas yeah, and that is not necessarily always that. a good thing. I hear that. You know what I mean? Like they know too much. Like when you see all these, you know, all these damn, you know, people that got caught black fishing, like the chick from. Um the chick that was at that school and Rachel black Dozal fishing? and mm. yeah all the yeah all the all the all them white women that was pretending to be Rachel, Rachel social justice yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Rachel Dozal yeah. and then it was like that oh, no, oh, no, oh, other oh, chick okay, uh, okay. Yeah, Jessica whatever the chick the Jewish chick that was pretending to be black uh, like I think why you, are you, you seeing so Dozo? much of that wow. oh nigga it was like two three of them <laughs> hoes yeah yeah man yeah these bitches scamming like a motherfucker wow. but like yeah so I, I just think like we're seeing. <laughs> they're, they're able to like put on that costume so readily easily because never before in the history of this fucking country have you been able to see like our language like our mm-hmm. inside jokes like what they call AAVE whatever like all the like just our cultural shorthand that we have nigga they see that shit right they can pick it up and you know learn it and apply it but, but, how,
3: but how
4: can they when we don't know what we want
3: we got to know what we want. Yeah. As, as much as a cliche it is, you know, when I first heard this term on, like, news programs, and news pundits saying, we are not a monolith. We're not a monolith. I believe that now more than ever because I didn't realize, one, <laughs> how conservative a lot of us are. I didn't realize mm-hmm. how, Especially once you, you know, your like, dough right. there's, like, six to seven we got departments of— The thoughts of black people that aren't as unified as I thought we were. Not at all, bro. Not I can tell all. y'all,
1: we're so not unified that that contract that Ice Cube put out, I, I briefly ran through it. Child, Black Lives put out a nothing about Matters, black, women it's the black lives matter, matter manifesto from fucking five years ago. And if the nigga would have read that shit, and God would, I'm sorry, no shade, but you know your nigga with an
4: attitude. If <laughs> yeah. would have read
1: that shit, maybe we could get at least get together on that.
4: But that's what I'm saying. We gotta know what we want. Black people don't come together. As many shades as it is of us, it is there's been many different kind of different uses that ideologies is
3: yes hundred, so, so we so we got
4: to come together we got to come together on what we want to be called we got to be we, <laughs> we got to come together on, <laughs> we don't we some niggas some niggas cool with being niggas some niggas cool with being <laughs> African we got to come together on what we are going to be called we got to come together on what we going to take a stand on. We can't just be taking a stand on some shit for a hot minute and that's out. I remember mm. everybody was like, fuck Starbucks. Three months later, niggas was whipped cream the fuck out around the They giving <laughs> <out> free bananas. <laughs> Motherfucker, all that. Everybody was mouth a latte. They up the ass. That's yes, what baby. they was. Motherfucking Gucci. Fuck Gucci. Next thing you know, one award show later, niggas was G <laughs> <key,
2: laughs> the fuck up. We
3: gotta know what we want. I'm telling you, look, look. we... we Damn, so, I we, forgot we was we was yeah, with Gucci for a second. Yeah, look,
2: we yeah. So, we
4: so we so fucked up in the head, yo. As far as black people, that's why we don't have no long term black designers. You know why? Because black Aww. people, because black people don't want to support shit. They think everything played the fuck out. They don't want to come together and be like, "This is the brand that we're gonna have," and that we gonna rock. Fuck how you think it's played out or not. We need that's why we don't have long-term black designers. We don't got no no motherfucking uh, Perry Ellis no or Ralph no motherfucking Loran. Ralph Lauren because niggas feel like it's yeah, played out and don't want to wear it. And instead of instead of motherfucking respecting shit and, 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 and representing shit like like we should, we don't come together on that shit.
3: I think th- I think that ideology is changing. I'm supporting like all. All my gear I'm rocking now. And that's love. And and
4: and, and always don't just wear it for the moment. No. Oh, not
2: always, just for February.
4: <laughs> always wear it. Because that's what white folks do. White folks when they when they when they fuck with Michael Kors. Motherfucker, they going they going
2: wear that shit. <laughs> Michael they, Kors and they John Barbados they're gonna, sh- they gonna wear that shit to the <laughs> end. But Michael
4: Barredos Kors steadily that nigga evolving for me. too, though. He black <laughs> people, black people be like, Yeah, cross colors was cool. We out that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Cause it
1: didn't evolve, yeah. Dion. You, you gonna go buy some fubu right now? You
4: no some- no no, they'd have to evolve too, I guess. Yeah. I guess they have to evolve too. Yep, you know what? I give you that, they gotta evolve too. But it's up for us to let them know that as well, like yo. But we gotta stick with these companies. We gotta so, some. of them try to. Damon Johnson
1: left us. He like. Whoa,
4: shit. Some, I mean, you some, know. some of them try to evolve, but people yeah. just don't fuck with them no more. People be like. But I'm I with. think
2: I think a lot of that has to do with. I mean, I think what you there's some truth to what you're saying. I think that's kind of just the gift and the curse of black people is that we, because we are the most creative the most kind of forward thinking in terms of just the stuff we create mm-hmm. we're always thinking forward and so yeah. if you even look at music right if you look at every every art form of music like every class of music black people we have they have the same pattern we create it we'll nurture it we elevate it and then we abandon it yeah gospel blues jazz like I mean, hip hop to some degree, you know what I mean. And so I think that's just kind of who we are. It's like we just make these things that we think are fantastic and are great, and then we're like, all right, I made that. Okay, on to the next shit. Meanwhile, white folks is looking at the shit that we done left behind. Like, oh my god, nigga, like these niggas left this behind. They realize how much.
1: As soon as they tell us, right, they sell it
2: back to us. (laughs) I get it, like. How these niggas selling that shit back to us?
3: <laughs> Let's give light to uh, Limlin. Let's give shots to uh mm-hmm. I mean is 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 Fifty dollars on or, or off? Like, it, are we yeah. still on Virgil? The, uh, off? Virgil. Uh, Virgil! is he back in the house or not? Virgil, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Is Virgil back in the house? Off
4: white, Virgil, <laughs> off <rough>. white.
3: <laughs> uh, no, Virgil. there was a he, second he where gave, Virgil was kicked out the house for a second. They, they him kicked him out the house for. There, there's Haran, Preston, yeah. uh, Victor, uh, Glamond. I think. Shout, out,
4: uh, shout out, shout out to my man Abe. Collective Thoughts in Chicago. Uh, also, my man uh, Dirty Milk. My man Daniel. Daniel, he got Dirty Milk, and uh, we yeah. That, those are some great brands, right there's there. Hanifa. And Dapper Dan. There's, I don't just, know.
3: Dapper Dan, yeah. The Dapper, OG, Dan. Dapper, Dapper Dan, Dan, Daphne Gucci. All right, there's uh, celebrities so there Rihanna. She's she's coming up in the world and me and Romeo Hunt. So there's, but I think you know. the,
4: I think the goal is not just to wear this stuff, but rock with them as long as you can, and hold them accountable to evolve and rock with them, and let these people be the voices. Let let them speak for us as long as other clothing designers come along, man. Because right now it's just sad to me. That we don't have no long term black clothing designer. To I this couldn't day. even
1: think of none. I felt bad. You're can't, right though, Dion.
2: Can't think I'm of really,
1: one. Really, I'm trying can't, to put you to the test.
2: Can't think no, there's of one. a yeah, lot now. The prior can I No, no, think no. Think no, no, no. You're
1: not. Oh, necessary. you're talking oh, the yet, old
2: school. Dante. You're, you're talking not the old school. No, no, no. I'm thinking of all the ones that passed, though yeah. Yeah. Oh, they kind of yeah, faded yeah, up. Like, yeah, that was another one. I was thinking of Carl. Damn, yeah,
4: all of that, Tracy none. Ross, triple five. So we don't All have We don't <laughs> have. <laughs> it's Not Ellis, Ross. but it's another Tracy Ross. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like none. And if it is one, I don't know about it, and I should. I
1: don't even think we make a good shoe. Shit, we don't make a good shoe. I don't even
4: nothing <laughs> because because like you know what you remember you remember when Timberland Timberland was like we don't make our shoes for black folks make? and everybody went crazy like fuck Timberland I ain't wearing that shit. Four I was I was personally For like, yeah, yeah. Niggas still like I told you before about uh Starbucks. Niggas be like, yeah, fuck that shit, but then they go right back to it. But at the same <laughs> token, when Timberland said that, Nautica said the same thing, and I, I, I mean, low key, I was like, I get it because well, want, I, I, I kind of get it because you don't want niggas coming through rocking your shit, saying it's played out, <laughs> and then they can't <laughs> sell. Them oh, because when. Cause when niggas say it's played out, it's played out. Just as It's over. Just ask Von Dutch and True Religion.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so I'm not,
2: I'm not,
3: I'm not too hip to the shoe game as I am the fashion game, but definitely there's there's some designers to look out for. JJ Gray, okay, uh, okay, Yevra. There's okay. a brother Velas, okay, um, and these are like high end. Uh, th- there's one L F L S like father like son shoes Mm -hmm. uh tiana barnes stella hughes uh, these are like hi no man there's there's i'm telling you this this could be the paradigm shift where you know i'm definitely more uh uh you know aware of black businesses than i was not previously or using my dollar <laughs> for that. So, but that's
1: what everybody's doing for the holiday season too. You, if you notice, it's been a lot of promotion about around small businesses, black business. Like, make sure you, you know. So Etsy got a black business store. Everybody, I mean, even Steve got a black business um, Christmas sweatshirt on with the roots thing. See? What about my man?
4: Uh, <laughs> my, my man, my man, Rich Fresh too. Rich Fresh. Rich, Rich
1: Fresh. A list. We should actually, you know Rich,
4: what? Y'all? Rich Fresh. We're gonna Rich take Fresh. He if do the, clothes for everybody. All right, man, do it for like, um, hit black designer, cool dude. He, he, he do a lot of stuff for, um, L- Layla Way, that stuff she be oh, wearing with the stripe, Lena Lena. Lena. Lena yeah, 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 with the stripe with like the yellow and black stripe. Yes, that's that's yeah, that's Rich Fresh, Rich Fresh, black designer. He cold too. He do stuff for Dick, Paint Way, uh, everybody, man. So, yeah, shout out to Rich,
3: mm-hmm. definitely shout out. Wait a minute. This is weird. This is the the one episode where I had so many craft questions about your comedy that we didn't talk anything about your your comedy (laughs) setup. Um, All right. So wait, before before we wrap, I do want to know how does one stay sharp when you don't have an audience to sort of work this on?
4: So, like, Dave Chappelle and a couple other comics, they've been doing shows. They've been going out, they've been doing shows. In Austin, yeah. Yeah, they've been doing that, and that's cool. You know, he feel comfortable enough to do that, and that's love. Me personally, I'm not sharp. I have not performed since February, and that is, like, a no-no. I am terrified to get on stage. A lot of people don't know that. I'm terrified to even perform right now. I've been stock mm-hmm. stockpiling material left and right. That's why I dropped working working it out because I knew I haven't performed, and I was like, I want to get the people something until you know I can get back out there. But me going on stage, when I get back on stage, is going to be something that I must record because I'm a go- I'm going to be terrified and I'm going to mm-hmm. be unsure no confidence i'm gonna be scared shitless all of that and so i am very nervous and i think about it at least three times a day about me getting so, back on stage and uh and i have it because i know i'm not sharp no more
3: so pre pre-march 2020 what not what was your regiment? okay i know about the obvious spots like going to uh not comedy cellar uh the the, Improv, the comedy yeah. store in Com- the comedy yeah but where's where's like a secret Smurf spot where you work shit out? Like, is the Comedy Act theater still a thing? Like where Robin Harris and all those guys used to work out? Like, nah, is that still a thing?
4: Nah, it's not a thing no more. It's, Comedy Act used to be real dope. Shout out to Mike Williams on that. But uh, me personally, I would perform at the improv called The Lab. And The Lab Room only seats 40 people. That's where I got the material from to put together for working it out. Okay. 40 people in this room and work out there. That's it. That's, that was my ideal spot to do that. Uh, do some open mics every now and then pop in places. But, uh, that would be it for me personally, because a lot of times when you perform in LA, it's so Hollywood and ain't no telling who in the audience. And when you get on stage, your mind is set to do one thing, but then it changes up because you're about to go on stage and right before you go on, they go, oh, Ray Romano's going to do five in front of you. And then you got to wait and then Ray go on and he kill it. (laughs) So now what you had in mind to do, you can't do no more. And then you go up and you do your old shit.
3: Your greatest hits, right?
4: Yeah, your greatest hits because you want to follow Ray Romano and it's all fucked up. So I personally go to small rooms and try to just work it out like that. Or I don't even tell people I'm coming. So I can keep the fan keep keep people's expectations for people coming to see me I don't want them to see me mm-hmm. until I work it out.
1: Has it been easier or harder to write the funny in these this year?
3: You know what's odd it's because tragedy's you know. still comedy right I yeah, mean yeah
4: yeah, but but when it comes to writing, you don't want to write what everybody else writing that's me, mm-hmm. and I'll think of a joke that's too that I'll be like I know everybody gonna do a joke about. COVID and mask and this and that. And then I try to think, well, how can I say it that's different? And then I go, well, I don't know. I think somebody going to think like that. And sometimes I overthink myself, but I was talking to, um, I was talking to, uh, Chris Rock one day and Chris Rock was like, don't, uh, underestimate yourself on how quick you write a joke. He was like, cause Prince, it took Prince three months to write a song. And then someday it's, it took him an hour. To come up with a hit. It was mm-hmm. like, so if something come to you that easy, don't dismiss it. Like it's just maybe it just came to you easy, easy. that way. Right. And so I'm learning to do that because I've thrown away so much material because so you had good
3: Karen jokes that you were like, ah, everyone's telling the Karen jokes. So. When when
4: nobody thought of it the way that I did. Exactly. But I thought, you? but I thought that they did. And so I keep forgetting that I'm different. And people do that. People think like you keep forgetting that you're something else. Mm.
2: You're something. Yeah, you're else. the difference. It's not the joke. That's the not difference. The, joke. That's the difference. It's you. It's that's you like the difference. You. It's an
1: ongoing affirmation that people need to say. You're
2: so busy. Thing. You're so busy
4: trying to write the joke. You leave you out of it, and by you leaving you out of it, you dismiss the joke because yeah. it kills the joke. <laughs> yeah, kills the joke. Yeah. So that's what I've been learning. I've been learning to just go to trust myself and uh, stockpile as much as possible. And then when it's time for me to finally get on stage and go rock, go rock and just go do it. But I can't wait to that day, man, where I can get on stage and I can just stretch out and just, uh, I know wherever I'm going, I'm going somewhere where I could do two hours straight, no interruption. And just
3: <laughs> do. You, do you stockpile by, by like post-its or just your phone? Notes phone. Notes on your phone.
4: My phone. I voice record or just jot it down or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I just stockpile and just put it all together and put it all together. And there's no order. There's no nothing. I just mm-hmm. got it all written down. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get up to finally go do it, though. But uh, as of right now, somebody called me recently was like, yo, we're doing this show. It's going to be a virtual thing. It's going to be 40,000 people. I was like, nope.
3: Really? <laughs> yep.
4: Somebody offered me some big money. And I said, nope.
1: Not ready.
4: really
3: Yep. it's your comp- you didn't want to take the risk on Confidence it's not
4: I, i'm i i haven't tried it i'm I, I have to go try it
3: okay i have this might put you on the spot but i always wanted to know mm-hmm. um only because uh uh Gerard produced this this special mm-hmm. and i never got to ask or gauge a comedian what they thought of drew michael's audience list. Comedy show, yeah, his
2: joint, yeah. We had Michelle Wolf on. She hated it. Ooh. She hated it. She was like Michelle Wolf. You remember? She had. Ma- I asked Michelle about that. About who? Oh, okay. um, who special though? It was Drew. Was it Drew Michael? Drew Michael.
3: Drew Michael did an HBO special where he did a comedy show with no audience. And you know, I it, you're right, Michelle. And I asked Dave about it as well. And you know, he said, "Yeah." First thing I said to him was like, "I hated it," but it was almost like. <laughs> it was almost like watching somebody that grew up on, like, East Coast Illmatic and, you know, like, Tribe Called Quest. It's like asking them what they think of the new, like, Migos or Lil Baby album. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, it's it was definitely weird to watch, like, to watch somebody do comedy with no audience whatsoever. But clearly that shit predicted something (laughs) yeah but clearly i think and you know the sign of true art is when something that you're not supposed to do becomes the norm yeah so but i mean would you ever consider i've I've
4: never I've, i've went online and done jokes with no audience just to camera they're like 15 minutes i've done that before but just trying out new material and stuff, but to go up and to film a special with no audience, to me personally, I get it. You wanna f- you wanna flip the script, do something different, see yeah, if, it, the if it sticks or whatever, I get it. I commend them on that. I haven't seen it. I, I didn't even know what it was. I haven't seen it, but I commend him for trying something. But me personally, man, that's like, that's like, that's like masturbation. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> it was like you, you. he masturbated you know right. I mean? like I <laughs> you, you everybody. Need, need, yeah. you need you need you need an audience yeah I think because I think specifically for stand up a woman need a man a man need a woman <laughs> in order to make this thing happen to, to do that but for stand up if you're out there by yourself in the audience me personally i I. I, I thrive off of that. I, I thrive off of hearing an uh, audience. That's why I rather a person boo rather than don't say nothing at all because that quietness kills me. I can't. I can't take the quiet like that. I rather. I rather really? some. I gotta have some noise or something. Yeah. Well, I can play off of that or something. I can play off of it. Something. I mean, yeah. I don't want to be
2: booed at all. Yes, yeah, so, because the thing is with silent yeah but <laughs> silence i think for like a for a comedian like i would compare it as an mc is like silence is like a three mic rating in the source like when the source is oh, the source right it's like three mics <laughs> it's like mediocre mm, eh, right it's kind of all right and like i would rather either if niggas ain't just laughing you know out they seats which would be like a five mic or if they booing you, which is a one mic, like, you kind of, I enjoy being on those ends because exactly. at least that note, you, you elicited a real reaction yeah, from yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just that middle of the road shit, yeah. fuck out of that. I'll tell you this, that though. That shit ain't doing nothing. But I'll tell you this,
4: though, too. Steve Harvey taught me this as well, though. It, it all depends on how you play silence. Silence can work good, too. Like, if you can make a whole room, if you can make a whole room silent, that's just as good as a laugh, too, because they engage. So it all, it all depends on how you play with that silence. And I, and I just thought about that, too. Like, if I can go into a room full of people and I can go, you know what? I do that on purpose a lot. Just to I act like I'm thinking, but I'm actually listening to see how quiet it is, to see if I got everybody. And then I go into control. a joke or whatever. It's a control thing.
3: Oh, the timing. Kind of
4: like like okay. that, like a timing. But, like, I I, I do that a lot just to kind of test the room or whatever, just to see who's engaged and who not or whatever. But when it comes to like doing the joke and the joke don't work, you can give me silence at first, but if I do three jokes in a row and they not working and you silent, like <laughs> I'm gonna need somebody to go, bring it nigga, or something. Somebody <laughs> got to <do it. laughs> Somebody got to go, need a heckler. I want my money back or something. I need something. Tell me something, nigga. Don't just that's there. That's
3: pressure though. Like right now, right now at the Tonight Show, we're allowed by the state to have 10 people in the audience. Yeah. So wow. it's like, uh, no, the thing is, I liked I liked doing the, the show when it was just us with ourselves. Yeah. And it felt like a, a public access show. Mm. It was like Wayne's World. And when jokes didn't work, Then we just laugh at each other, and it was actually funnier (laughs) than if the joke worked. But it's a different thing when you have ten people in the audience, because it's like we're kind of using the old model of what the show used to be, but only for ten people. Yeah. And like, if something doesn't work and it's a slow laugh, then it's like it's just harder to navigate. Yeah. When you post these
1: employees, like Wendy, do
3: we do like we oh word that's what Wendy's doing it's (laughs) half half employees well I mean because 30 Rock is such a big building that you know there's other shows so like like today uh uh Lauren Scalia who does traffic in the morning on NBC like she was part of the audience so like people will come in on their lunch break from like MSNBC CNBC like those those shows they're not
1: worried about losing their jobs you need people's staff <laughs> and Wendy, them Wendy, them people be
5: interns,
3: the like <laughs> they get up. <laughs> oh, acting! I see what you mean now. Yes, I see mean yes. Yeah, hey, I have a question. no is that is Steve?
1: at God Happy
3: Hanukkah! <laughs> yeah, Steve, you didn't share no Hanukkah stories. Yeah,
1: we ain't talked about oh. the holidays. Go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry.
3: So with regards to this like stockpile of jokes that you've been writing presumably since February or March and haven't been able to, are you worried about any of it like being dated by the time you get to tell it on stage or like, you know, or or are you specifically like trying to write stuff that'll still make sense, you know, whenever you get to go back on stage?
4: Oh, well, that's, 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 (laughs) that's the beauty of how long it takes me to write. I don't, you know, I, I can't just write some shit like that. Like, I was just telling you, like, if I think a joke too simple, I ain't fucking with it. Like, I just, I just, if I feel like I think people thinking like that, that they're going to come up with something like that, I'm just, I'm just not going to fuck with it. So what I write is evergreen. Sure and is I make beyond. sure, I try to make sure everything I write is evergreen. My shit be simple. My yeah. shit be like, my shit be, my, my shit is like, I was talking to Jamie Foxx one time and Jamie told me he was going to do a special but after seeing my special he was like, I threw my shit away. He was like, because Uh, I don't, he said I don't want to be Jamie Foxx, the celebrity. He said, I want to be the motherfucker that's relatable. And he was like and that's what cold hearted was. To me it was relatable. And Mm -hmm. I was like I was like, yeah, like my shit I was talking about Man, you ever give God glory for a parking space? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, my shit is like true, simplistic. Yes. Like where everybody can get it. Wasn't no celebrity shit. Well, none of that. It was like parking space. Do you ever uh motherfucker don't want to pay the bill? Like it was like, like very simple simple shit that that everybody can relate to and that was the lane that i knew didn't didn't really didn't exist
5: mm-hmm. and
4: so that's how i write and i write like that to this day simplicity is key with me you know so as far as writing all this covid shit and black lives matter shit yeah. do i have that i got i, I do have some of that but my job and what I'm going to do is when I do hit the stage, I'm going to spend every bit of fucking seven minutes on that shit. And I'm off of
2: it. And that's I'm it, yeah. saying, nah, I'm It's the same way shit. like with I'm being I look at it. I look at the same way with being an MC. It's like if you're writing rhymes, yeah, you could go on Twitter and look at the trending topics or whatever and just make that shit rhyme and it'll be hot today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But after that like yeah you have to write stuff that's evergreen
4: yeah yeah you don't want to do that so the stuff that i write man and that's why it take me so so long to write it's like the stuff that i'm doing is like like um i got a new bit that i'm working on now about uh women's needs and shit you know just how they how i'm quite sure they miss them but I ain't gonna go no further. <laughs> knees.
3: Oh, <K-N-E-S>. okay, <laughs> like
4: like like old. I thought you meant N E E
3: D S. Oh.
4: Okay, no, no, oldest women needs just.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's something right. I don't think about. Knees. but
4: but, but, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, topics like that are evergreen. They are a woman's are gonna go out all the time, and it's gonna be something that you can always use at all time. I talk about. Plastic bags. When when to throw them motherfuckers away? How how big? How, you got a closet full of them motherfuckers. Or when you gonna throw them away, or how never. to use them? So it's so so the material never never right. So no, I, I write where it's evergreen, you know, and it'll be and it'll be around for a while. So yeah, I'm I'm not worried about I'm not worried about that at all, you know. I didn't okay. think you were. Worried. I just wanted to ask. It. Oh no no, no 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 not at all. I kid. I'm just saying. Yeah, I I don't. Anytime I think of something that's funny, that's like in the moment, I probably try to uh, make a video for, to text it, tweet it out, or whatever, and put it out like that. But as far as material is concerned, I got a few of them jokes that I'm going to do definitely. But after seven minutes of that, I'm I'm off of it. How do you? Like even with my special, even with my comedy special, I ain't talk about no politics. I ain't talk about none of that shit. I ain't talk about none, none of it. My shit is like on the whole. It's everything is just really simple, simple and basic. I ain't say one thing about no organizations, no politics. I ain't no black contracts, no food. No,
3: no, (laughs) 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 nothing. So how do you? Are you? How leery are you in going to these spots, especially in Hollywood, where I'm almost certain that it's easy for someone like—is biting still? Is that a thing that comedians have to worry about? Yes,
2: indeed. Man, it is.
4: That shit. That shit. So. That's just so terrible in the game, man. They they bite that shit. So people up. are
3: like intentionally biting a joke and joking, like yeah, oh. absolutely. And let me say this too,
4: because I don't want it to be misconstrued or whatever. Those that do do current event stuff like that, man, and the ones that do it great, man, love to them, and they do it amazing. I'm not saying that that is the wrong way to do it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the way that I write, like I I I can't that was clear. I can't write like that, but I don't. Yeah, because it's great. Com- like shit, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle yeah. should be like topical as hell, and that motherfucker yeah. be crushing that shit the way that he put it out there. You know, but yeah. it's for the moment. It's for the time, and and and. But you can listen to it forever. So that's that's yeah. the genius. That's the genius about there. You can listen to that shit forever and re- and remember that moment in time. So I'm never knocking that on, on people who do that. You know, it's comics that do a lot of shit that I can't do. Corey Holcomb is one of the most ignorant, ignorant motherfuckers you ever go see do it. Yeah. But,
2: but as hell.
3: But, Wait, but, <laughs> more, more ignorant than Jamar Neighbors or like... I don't know about them, um, but Corey... I don't know, but yeah, but Corey, Corey is Corey a wild boy. Corey, okay, I gotta look him up. Who's this Corey... Corey Holcomb. Corey Corey Holcomb. Holcomb. But okay.
4: Corey Holcomb is the most clever... Funny motherfucker, you! I can't do what Corey do.
2: Well, Corey, Corey had a joke. He funny, had it on his special. He opened up funny. the first oh, joke. This guy, it wasn't yeah. even a joke. It was just he just opened up and his first thing out of his mouth: "Shout out to all the fat bitches riding dick with t-shirts on. <laughs>
3: and it's just like,
2: like what? I was like, yo, I'm <laughs> fucking with this guy.
4: Just out, just out the <laughs> gate, yo, Corey, Corey, Out the gate, Corey be ignorantly dope. Clever, fucking, funny shit, yo! And I can't do that, but man, that, but he could do that shit where with his eyes closed, and that's why he one of the fucking goats in this game, man. So shout out to Corey
2: too.
3: Shit, he got a special now called COVID. <laughs> well,
4: Corey,
2: 12, oh damn you know? 2020. Oh, Wait shit! A this a is figure. up one day ago. What the one fuck? <laughs> damn, I gotta see it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. me and my boy, we saw Holcomb at uh at Charlie Goodnights, this club down out here in Raleigh. We, oh, yeah, we went yeah, Hokum. Yeah, I think yeah. last year year before last, we went Zombie. Yeah. Me and
4: Corey, Corey started together in Chicago. Shout out to Corey. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's All right. cool. Is there a yeah. way?
1: Not for nothing since we talking about this and it is COVID. It's interesting. Everybody. And at, at Dion's dad, it's like, how are the the comedians doing? That's used to like touring, and like, how do you support your favorite comedian in these times? Like,
4: man, it's hard, man. It's hard on everybody, man. It's 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 hard. I don't I don't understand really how how it's working for a lot of people, man. Um, you know, I I think about that a lot, too. I be thinking like, man, I hope because it
1: ain't no music matters for comedians. It ain't no like what is no R&B foundation. There's and, no,
3: like, and no residuals. You ain't in the union if you red, ain't
1: been in nothing. You know what I'm saying? There are red
3: states that are open though. Like Florida is open for business. Atlanta's is open. Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta. Parts of Texas are open
1: in a club with people laughing in your face.
3: Uh, It's like risk your life or starve your life. Like, I think that's.
4: But but what are you to do, though, Too you know, you got to make a living. You got to make money. It's like, you know, you got to do what you got to do, whatever. Now I I don't knock nobody doing what they got to do in order to get it. But it is hard out here. It's hard, man, because I'm quite sure. If if they had other options, they would use them, you know. So you know, shout out to all the comics that's still grinding and stay safe, man. Stay safe.
3: Do you do you miss late night life at all, or was that just a nice man, experience you had? you was <laughs> talking about uh, late late night Conan. as far as writing for television, writing for Conan.
4: You know what. There's moments when I'm missing and it, there's moments that I don't. Me being the only black writer for Conan and probably the fourth black writer in the history of late night, that shit was like, that was the part that I really wasn't I, wasn't. I wasn't feeling that shit at all. You know, but my story was so crazy because those that kind of shitted on me, they ended up having to write for me. So I, <laughs> I, flipped, the game. I flipped the game on them. Like I went from trying to write like them to them writing for me for Conan and so that's what I'm saying for for like Conan and shit like uh, they had to write bits for me and shit you know and they had to write it in my voice which is the same voice that I was trying to write in the get-go that they was shitting on me about when I was trying to it to Conan so I, I don't miss that kind of shit you know but I do miss I do miss the excitement of having a great show and Certain guests come through, you'd be excited to see him and hang out and shit. Like, that shit was cool, too, you know. But Late Night was rigorous, man, as far as coming up with material every night, mm. new material. Mm. And, and, and then it was almost like a competition with other writers. You had to see if your shit get on TV and come up with a bit that was repetitious enough for him to use it every every week or every month or whatever. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was that was grueling, but it, it made me, it helped me to this day to be like just sharp like that in order to like come up with something quickly because we had to do that for like I wrote for Conan for eight years, so yeah, it uh it, it definitely sharpened my my sword.
2: Okay. I wanted to ask you too, man. You uh you produced the one woman show uh for my girl Nefertari. Shout, shout to Nefertari out Nefertari Spencer. Shout out, shout out me and to to her. her. Yeah. Yeah, man. Neff, me, and I, we work on uh, Sherman Showcase together, and ah, uh, we work hi. with Diallo and all that. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, man. So I was curious, know, like, is that something you look to do more of? Maybe like producing more, um, you know, well, for the artists.
4: Well, um, I am switching gears and. I would definitely come back on here and talk to y'all. And I hate I hate niggas that be like, I can't tell you what it is. No, like, listen, hey, no, listen, hey, listen. Hey. Like, do, do not, not fuck up your bag, yeah, brother. Hey. Do hey. not fuck up the bag. And I
1: like that you got big shit like that. That's when it's real big
4: hey, white yeah. money shit. I like it. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, man, I, I just dove into something. I just produced this uh, film. Uh, executive producer's family, and my partner Kelly Kelly, Kelly who's a fantastic direct, director and writer. We collabed on a couple scripts that we are doing, man. And uh, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming out. And, uh, man, that's all I can say about that. Hey, right that's now. all you need to but say, bro. Say no bro, more. Bro, bro, bro. Say I, no I, more. I, I, I ran, I ran, in, I ran <laughs> into Marlon Wayans in the club, man, and, and he changed my whole thought process as far as like writing content because people are too busy complaining about what they not getting, but you're not writing nothing for yourself. You're not even writing mm-hmm. nothing for 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 who you are. Like you gotta at least write something and show people what you what you what you about. I don't care if it's a TV show, talk show, movie, whatever it is. If you can't just sit back going, I hope they give me something, you gotta show them what they gotta give you. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if you write that down and you give it to them, then yo, it's gonna be all love. I'm in New York, I'm at this club, right? And I'm doing a movie for Netflix, this Christmas movie, and I'm out there in the club, Marlon Wayne's walk in, crew, they all sitting up in this section, I see Marlon, I go over there. I'm like, Marlon, we hugging it out and all this shit. Marlon, like, yo, what you doing at NY? I'm like, man, doing this movie. And he was like, oh, man, congratulations, man. Your movie? And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just mm. doing this movie for uh, Netflix. And he was like, oh, okay, you produced it? I, I was that. like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just starring in it. He was like, oh, you star. He said, I said oh, you starring in it. And he was like, but you sold it to him, right? And I'm like, no, nigga, no. I'm just, I just, no, I just <laughs> I'm just acting. I'm just acting. I just, like the movie, nigga. He was like this, oh. Oh, OK. He was like, but it ain't, but it but he said, but it ain't yours? Ooh, that's a
1: good like, I love it.
4: I'm like, no. He was like, why? He was like, so... They still make you, huh? He was like, he said, he said, 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 so you just going to keep doing movies for everybody? Mm. You going to keep being funny for everybody? Mm. And and not not for you? Mm. And so I was like, I, I mean, shit, man. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but he was like, no, I don't think you do. He was like, dude, you one of the funniest motherfuckers in the game. And he was like, are you still making other people funny? Mm -hmm. He was like, he was like, dude, if you don't write you a movie or a show or something for yourself, man, he was like, they don't know. He said, they can say whatever they want to say about me. He was like, they can say my movies is horrible or they great. He was like, as long as they say my Mm movie, I wrote them, I produced them, all that. He was like, they mine. And he was like, my budget steadily going up, constantly. And I just froze. And he was like, but yo... Man, next time I see you, man, he was like, "Man, I hope I hope you write you something." And I said, "Man, thank you very much." Left left his section, went back over to the to the to the chicks and the, and, and my boy, and was like, "I'll talk to y'all later." <laughs> <laughs> I got writing the, to do. Hopped in a cab, went to my hotel room, and just laid there and stared at the wall, yo, and was just like embarrassed. Yeah. I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't even want to be out no more. I was embarrassed because motivated. What? What? From that day I've been writing, and you, so and you good. just did that
1: for somebody. You know you just did that, right?
4: Yo, I hope in this so. moment, in this I moment. I mean, so. you did it
1: for me, but I don't matter. But I'm just saying. Yo. You did it
4: for podcast. Sugar No, but you, no. Nah, you, you no, man, I Don't say that. No, I'm telling you, like, like when Marlon hit me with that, Marlon, he couldn't, he couldn't even fathom. He just kept going. This yours, right? I'm like, nah. Oh, so you wrote it. No, oh, 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 okay. So you produced? It. I'm like, no, motherfucker, no. He like, <laughs> like, well, what do you mean? Mm, like, what, what do, do, you, you mean? do you mean? Man. And it, it, some it, shit,
1: and you don't. And when, and, and, and
4: when, and when I left Marlin, from that day on, I've been writing and writing, writing these scripts, and like right now, we just finished one of the movies that we wrote. We mm. brought, we wrote another one. Uh, we got another one on the way that we writing. Get it. And Man. we just shot I one of it. the movies. We just finished it, and uh, that's why I was looking at your page too. And I want to congratulate you on mm-hmm. your film Zer. opening up Sundance Boy. Yo, that's how you got oh thanks. Yeah. Yes. I was like, yeah, Dante, what you doing? Quest, Quest, yo. Yeah. Yo, yo. Thank, that's, you, thank,
3: that's, you, thank that's, you, That's 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 how that's how you
4: gotta do that. Shit. Dude, I'm telling you, like when I seen your page, I was like, I'm right behind oh, man, I'm right behind you, Quest. Like you you gotta do it. And you and you got to do it from your point of view and how you want to yep. see that shit done. You know what I mean? So, yes, man,
3: this Are is like the greatest
1: subconscious master class that I've ever been a part
3: no, of. Really? Dion, uh, I was gonna say, like with the way that Kenya's popping off all these issues, mm-hmm. like surely there's has the conversation ever happened with you having your own vehicle for a show? So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, no no no, I'm just saying that no, so I feel like you're the next you're the fourth oh, ish show that should be
4: coming. Uh, so 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 Lawrence and Jennifer, they have their spin-off Grownish that they are shooting right now. Oh I thought he, it was old ish. Wait, Old-ish? I mean, I mean oldish, oldish, oh, okay. oldish. I'm sorry. Okay, talking, Otis, o- okay. oldish. old-ish. Grown-ish, they had me we agreed that I would go to Grownish and we kicked the show off and like work with them until the show kicked off. And then, you know, we go from there. So I was great. I was, you know, it was great for me to work on that show for like three years. But then when they hit the fourth year, the kids was graduating. So they not going to be in the school. Me being a right. dean at the school wasn't, they make sense too much or more like that. So then I, I was like, you know what, you know, we, we, I'm an exit or whatever. And we still cool or whatever. But as far as my own show with Kenya producing it, never never it never was brought up
3: damn i, I feel like that's the as a layup yeah, 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 yeah nah,
4: no no on black nah it was never it was never brought up it was um it was just always like i said he sent me over to Gronish to kick Gronish shop, off and then when Gronish stopped flourishing with the kids was getting down on their own then i departed from there and then um yeah, I just.
3: All right, well then you're gonna, you, you, you're gonna be your own Kenya. You? But interesting yeah. though, because you
1: popped off growing up. Like there was a reason that Charlie needed to be on campus. Yeah, there was a
4: reason you know? why I had to be there. Yeah. You know, so 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 it was all good. But then once once the chemistry and the kids, yeah, was amazing. It. And they got it. Then yeah, it was you know it was time for me to step off. But uh, it was great. It was a great opportunity and all of that. And as far yeah. as like yeah, but as far as like. Him coming to me going, yo, you a spinoff show. We never had that conversation. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, I'm putting yeah. out there. That's okay. No, Marlon, he needs his yeah. own. No,
1: Marlon Wayans would not be happy joint. with no, he that. He's not going to do his own. Exactly. Gonna do his own. No, no. own no. Marlon Wayans don't want to come back here. I got a show. I'm starting
3: on the human show. <laughs> That's how we doing it. <laughs> no, it's all love. It's all love <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, but thank you, Dion. Thank, thank you man. so much, man. Thank you, for, y'all. Man, man. This, this is a historical... Yeah, Educate, Educational question. is the second
1: episode, Amir. He's family. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Second go round. And remember, yeah. and not for nothing, I'm trying to remember, but was Neff the one that helped us book Dion on the first episode in LA?
2: She might have been. I, I think shout, she might have been.
4: Shout out to Neff. Neff Nef and Monster, too. People don't know about Neff.
3: No, thank you for, for doing the show. Uh, I hope. Oh, by the way. Uh th- this will be on for the holidays, correct? Yeah,
4: it's
5: ho- uh, the holiday oh, yeah. show. Nice. Yeah, it's
2: just okay. It's the most unholiday holiday show ever. <laughs> we ever,
5: <did>. speaking <laughs> ever did.
3: Friends.
2: Yeah. Speaking of holidays, great. let me remind
3: people that uh I'm actually involved with three movies with the title Soul in it. And uh one opens on Christmas, Disney Plus, Soul. Yeah. I am a Pixar character, yes. a real Pixar character. Yes. With Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey and David Diggs and Angela Bassett and Felicia right. Rashad it's it's amazing Rashad, i hope you guys you know, enjoyed
1: it. I'm on this show i'm sorry go ahead I, I'm, I'm sorry uh,
3: <laughs> um yeah and and also shout out to uh Belvini for uh for our spirits and shout out to Belvini for the drink. i
1: drank half of you tonight and i know Steve did thank you so yeah oh, have a of belvini oh. ps uh Big up to Dion who does not who does drink responsibly and does not drink. I just wanna big him up for that. <laughs> like, and he's funny because there's some little spirits in there. there ain't no spirits
3: in there. It's all love.
5: It's all love, It's all love.
3: No, but you know, let's have a prosperous uh twenty twenty one and uh, you know, and and put we're gonna will Dion's uh, empire yeah. to the universe. For yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, we hope you week. know us yes, in 2022. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come, oh, oh. come on now, vaccine. <laughs> exactly. All right. This Love, is signing off. Thank, Thank you. y'all, man. Peace hey, y'all Hey, this is Sugar Steve. Make sure you keep up with us on Instagram at QLS. Let us know what you think and who should be next to sit down with us. Don't forget to subscribe to our
2: podcast. What's
3: Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
4: Hi, I'm
7: Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Rappaport Reality Podcast. Podcast.